This is the Monology Podcast. Mike and Joey. Hey Mike. Hey Joey. All right, well guess what? Another episode, another week. All right. Probably 27, 28, I'm not sure. No, exactly actually this is number 31. 31. Uh, well, in in you know, in the files. However, there are a couple shows, a couple episodes we had to pull because of different things. So, right. technically, you know, we're at 31 episodes, 31 but episodes. most of you will only get to see, I think there's 20, I think there's four episodes we've pulled. Well, they won't so get to see any of well, them. Well, you get, get to, to hear, hear them. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you never know. Maybe, maybe they can. Oh, some of the cameras for up here in the corner. Maybe they can. What is it? Uh, uh, I can see your voice. <laughs> there's a, a new show. I can see your voice. I'm anyway. glad they can't see me. You know, I got a face for radio, so. Who doesn't? So, um. What's what's been happening? It's been uh, two weeks since we put out an episode. It has been. I mean, there's just been so much going on, and um, I was part of the uh, uh, Glendale Cemetery uh, Cemetery Walk last week. Oh, how'd that go? Oh, it was awesome, and I did not bring any information on that. Um, but uh, there were five portrayers, and uh, they all did a super job. The weather held out. We had a threat of rain the whole time, but the weather was beautiful, and um, you know there's weren't there missed out it was quite an experience well i i mean the weather has been really good the past couple of days i mean even though it's rained we needed the rain but sure. it's been it's been fairly nice i thought it's so. been a nice fall yeah um so that's good i'm glad that went well so there was uh, art kensel portrayed yes by wes goodman um a couple of the others gene Pat, gump gene um, gump portrayed um the uh <laughs> Another Curl. funeral director. Curl, yes. Yeah. And uh, you, who did you portray? I didn't. I was oh. just a guide this you year. You were a guide? Yes. Okay. So I got to go around and see every single one of them. All right. And the, then... the crowd was a little bit thinner than past years, but mm-hmm. it was still good. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there was so much happening last weekend and this weekend, so much happening. So, wanted to uh, share a couple things that, uh, let's see, a bunch of this has already happened this week. So, next weekend, um, this isn't Morrow County, but this is a good time. Um, our family's gone down there. Um, Radnor. You know where Radnor is? Yes, I do. So, if you go down to uh, Leonard's Pumpkin Farm down there in, um, in uh, Radnor, it's on Ohio 203, mm-hmm. um, it's an awesome time huge pumpkin patch and get all kinds of pumpkins there's fun activities there's tractor rides oh it's it's just a good time now is that where the great pumpkin uh lives yes mm-hmm. okay yeah. okay i'll mm-hmm. tell charlie brown i see him yeah that's exactly where he lives uh trying to see the uh, fall festival and hog roast oh wait never mind that is actually this weekend um gosh Halloween in Cardington 2021. Friends of Cardington have posted this information. October 30th, 2021, there's a village house decorating contest in Cardington. Uh, judging is the 29th, so there will be prizes awarded on the 30th. Um, on the 30th at 4 p.m. is the costume parade. You'll line up at the Cardington Methodist Church. Then trick-or-treat is from 5 to 6.30 and then Haunted Trails, 7 to 9 at Maxwell Park. 
cool. You know, they're talking about decorating houses for Halloween. When I was growing up, people got their houses decorated for free at Halloween. Oh, toilet papering, huh? Well, yeah, you know, things like that. Uh, you know, I've been toilet papering twice in my life. And I won't tell you where, but uh, anyway, so, um, ooh, paint and sip at Bunker's Mill Winery. So you'll get a nice glass, a nice glass of wine, and you'll paint this picture. And actually, it's kind of a cool picture. Uh, Angela and I have done that, uh, the paint and sip before. Ooh, hold that up to the mic so that people can see it. Can you guys see this? Hold it up. Um, it's a good time. It is November 4th at 5.30 p.m. Artist Tammy Mallory, Mallory is back and ready to paint with you again. Come enjoy an evening out at Bunker's Mill Winery. And that's in Cardington. Your $40 ticket includes step-by-step instructions and one glass of wine. You don't need the digital download for entry um, to the event. Um, They'll have a list of names of who purchased uh, a seat or two in this case. So uh, Bunker's Mill's got a bunch of stuff going on just about every weekend, it seems like. So that's a, a fun happening place. But coming back into the Halloween season here, Mike, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, um, yes. Your Mara Little Theater is going to have a part in that. Yeah. So we are hosting, uh, with some help from some friends here in the community, the fourth annual viewing. And we use this as an annual fundraiser for us. So we're hoping to bring in $919, Mike. Oh, that's great. And now, this. uh to go towards the microphones that yes, you're needing? We're yes, we're going to use the money to go towards the microphones <laughs> to purchase. And uh, for those who you know may not know, we are trying to purchase 24 wireless mics. We do provide sound for Mount Gilead High School, and we did last year for Gilead Christian. And it looks like we're going to do that again. Um, but, you know, we are trying to we're trying to be there for any group that we can. And this is one thing that we need for our shows, but to also help the other uh, local theater groups or uh, other folks as well. I, you know, we've, I've had a conversation with Jody Hayes from United mm-hmm. Way about a, a couple things that we might be able to help with. And. Now that my wife is the executive director of the Chamber of Commerce, some of the things that they might want to do that uh, we might be able to help with. So that's on October 30th at 11.30 p.m. That's when doors open here across the street at the Capitol Theater. Sorry about the motorcycle. Actually, Mike had a bean burrito before we got started here. So, um, Excuse me. <laughs> tickets are available online. Uh, go to marlittletheater.org, and you can get your tickets for the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Movie viewing, it's $20, and Mike, we give you a little bag of some stuff that you get to uh, be involved in the show with. Yeah, that's a show that, uh, from what I understand, I've never been to one. Maybe this year I'll make it. Um, There's a lot of audience participation in this. There is, and I can tell you there's someone local who has been to several, you know, not around here, um, and they're very vocal, and he brings that to the area here. Um, but we do not throw rice or toast, um, but we do have the party hats and all that fun stuff. And we squirt the audience with squirt guns when it's raining outside and we get up in the aisles and do the time warp and, you know, all that fun stuff. So, um, that's coming up. Let's see here. What else is coming up? What was the date of that again? That's, uh, the 30th, Saturday, the 30th. Okay. Um, 
I'm trying to see. I know that Mount Gilead uh, somewhere had posted when Halloween uh, trick or treat's going to be here in Mount Gilead. And for some reason, I cannot. Well, find let's it. see if we can get all the uh, trick or treat dates throughout the county by next week, so we can announce those. Yeah, we're going to need to. And Mike, I'm having a little pro- internet problem here, and uh, I can't get my internet to pop up here, so that we can get all of this uh, info out for folks. Um, so that they can get that. But, you know, uh, it'll be time for the election coming up, Mike. Yes, it's coming up. And there's a lot of folks on the ballot um, or a lot of things on the ballot as well. And, you know, there are five um, uh, issues issues on the ballot this mm-hmm. year or this, uh, this time. There's um, the seniors on center or the seniors mm-hmm. um, fund there. And uh, there's also the um, DD levy. There's, I think there's a road one too. I was trying to see here if there were um, sample ballots posted. And I see, oh, um, Penny uh, and the Board of Elections are in need of poll workers. So if you're interested in being a poll worker and the election is actually November 2nd, you know, last time we struggled with getting that out there, it's actually November 2nd. Okay. Um, which is actually like three and a half weeks from now. Um, so poll workers are needed. Call 419-946-4022 to um, see what uh, you can do to help if you're interested. And... Um, we are going. I'm going to look here and see. There's nothing posted uh, as far as like a a sample ballot yet for this election. Um, so we'll try to get that on for you guys as soon as possible. Um, Mike, what's going on with the uh, with the um, Morrow County Historical Society? Yeah, the historical society. You know what? We've been working together long enough that we we just finish each other's sentences, don't we? I, you know what? That's a good a good thing. I think. <laughs> Well, um, right now, uh, we are open on Sunday afternoons from 2 to 4. Um, Robin Brucker, I want to give her some kudos for some signage she's been putting together at the uh, History Center, as well as a sign at the George Cross House over on uh, Marion Street. Um, the, the sign on the Cross House, she put together the history and the significance of that structure to Morrow County. And she's been putting uh, events and uh, things about displays going on in the History Center and the windows facing the street at the History Center as well. So uh, thank you, Robin, for those additions. It's been a big help. Um, Oh, gee, what do we have on display down there? Uh, I, (laughs) I haven't been down there in the last week. We have a committee that does a super job coming up with more displays, different displays, um, so stop in, uh, Sunday afternoons, two to four. All right. Well, we're going to go back to the general election here. Uh, Cardington village, you have a council position for a full term. You actually have four of them and you get to choose between four and conveniently there are four running. So we're not going to talk about that one. Chester village mayor, unexpired term, you're voting. There's only one person there. Um, Chesterville village. 
It looks like you guys actually have four open spots and only two people running, so there's room for two more. Edison Village, it looks like you can vote for four, and there's only two candidates. You have an option. Fulton, there are four open positions and no one running uh, for that. Marengo Village, looks like you have one unexpired mayor term, uh, and that uh, has one person. Uh, Marengo Village looks like four people running for one full term, and there are three people on that uh, ballot, so it looks like all three of them. Mount Gilead Village, you have uh, four council seats, and you have four people running. Sparta, you have four open council seats with no candidates filed. Uh, Bennington Township looks like two... Uh, yeah, here we go. Here's a good one, Mike. Bennington Township trustee... Two full-term seats for trustee. You have to choose between Enoch Adkins, uh, Stephen Ciro, and Randy Steck. So there's three running for two seats. Cannon Township trustee, you have two full-term seats open. And there are three people running, Matt Carwell, uh, Tyler Levering, and Ed Sayers. You need to vote for two of the three. Cardington Township, you have two full-time trustees, or full-term trustees, sorry, with three running, and that's Daniel Green, Michael Patterson, and Brandon Strain. So choose two of the three. Chester Township, you have two full-term seats and only two people running. Congress Township, two full terms and only two people running. Franklin Township trustee, two terms. Uh, you must vote for two of the five running. You have uh, Matt Devadan, Steve Kidwell, Dan May, Tanya Nell, and Ron Rager. Uh, Rager sorry. Um, Gilead Township, you have two seats and two running. Harmony Township, two seats, two running. Lincoln Township, you have two full seats here. And Robert Brandom. Charles Jones, and Terry Pearl. So vote for two of those three. Uh, North Bloomfield Township, you have two seats open, and you have three running. That's Warren Davis, Daniel Meadows, and Corey Miley. Perry Township, two running for two seats. Peru Township, three running for two seats. That's Ken Blankenship, Frank Darst, and Matthew Fisher. So vote for two of the three there. You have two folks in South Bloomfield Township running, uh, Robbie Lloyd, and then the write-in candidate. And it's important that you write in this name for the candidate to get a vote. It is Bradley W. Young. So you must write in Bradley W. Young on your ballot uh, in order for him to get a vote. Uh, Troy Township, you have two open seats, two running. Washington Township, you have two running for two open seats. Westfield Township, there's a lot going on down in Westfield Township uh, with the um, waste management facility down there. Uh, so I am not surprised at all to see this many running here. Westfield Township, trustee, you have two seats open with, looks like seven people running. Brandy Bartlett Hyler, Terry Dixon, Elwyn Dreyer, uh, Judy Miley, Mitchell Posey, Randy Shears, and Jim Warnstaff. Again, there are seven people running for two seats there in Westfield. 
Buckeye Valley Local Schools. Uh, you have three seats for the Board of Education and multiple people running. You have uh, Tom Alabondini, Donald Dickey, Tammy Lilly, Justin A. Osborne, Jamie Ottery, April Shoden, Randy Turner, and Jenny Lee Reilly. And you must write in Jenny, Lee, Jenny L. Reilly. Uh, as a write-in candidate there. Cardington Lincoln Schools, you have two uh, board seats open, only one person running. Fredericktown Schools, and yes, uh, Buckeye Valley and Fredericktown do cross into Morrow County there, folks. Fredericktown Local Schools, you have three board seats open, multiple running. You have Nathan Bellman, James Blanchard, Jennifer Bostick, Donald Fa uh, Falk, Stan Miller, Paul Napier, and Charles Streeby. Galleon City Schools, so north of uh, Northmore there. You have two seats open, and Michael Mater and Melissa Miller are running for those two. Galleon City School Board, you have a, a member of the board, unexpired term ending in 1231-23. You must vote for one, and nobody, Mike, put in for that. Uh, Highland Schools, you have three positions open. On school board, and you have Kathy Belcher, Jennifer Brooks, Burgess Castle, Jessica Clark, Philip Ross, and Eric Thacker that are all running. You must vote for three of them. Lexington School District, you have three seats open. Danielle Bustle, Martin Gottschilling, uh, Dave Roberts, and Robert Whitney. So pick three of the four there. Mount Gilead, you have three people running. Uh, with three open seats. Northmore, you have three people running, or four people running for three seats. Carolyn Beal, Louis Cortez, uh, Kathy Miller, and Carlisle Smith. River Valley, there are three seats open with three people running. Uh, ch -ch -ch -ch. Man, there's a lot going on here. Uh, the rest of these, uh, we're not going to go through right now. Um, there's lots of different... Uh, Wow. There are lots of different things. I encourage everyone to go out there to uh, Google search Morrow County Board of Elections and click on elections and just go through and find all of the things that are on the ballot. Uh, this year we have um, Tri-Rivers on the ballot, and that looks like it's a renewal of 1.3 mil continuous uh, levy. Fredericktown Recreational District, they have renewals for the Parks and Recs. Washington Township, you have a renewal. Uh, you actually have two renewals, roads and bridges and fire protection for Washington Township. Uh, South Bloomfield, you have a renewal for fire protection. Perry Congress Fire District renewal, fire protection, and a road replacement for uh, Perry Township. North Bloomfield, you have fire protection. Lincoln Township, you have uh, a renewal. Um, it might be easier just to say what's going to cost you more <laughs> at this point, Mike, you know? Most of these are renewals. The only things that I'm looking at here that could potentially be, uh, that could potentially cost you folks more um, are going to be just a few. It looks like, man, all these, almost all these look like renewals. Um, I encourage you to go on and look at that. We've talked long enough about all of these. Um, Mike, you have anything else for current events? Um, uh, nothing. I will mention, and it's too late to get reservations for, but the uh, 
uh, Chamber of Commerce is having a big uh, uh, denim and diamonds this coming Wednesday. Um, and I must say that the Morrow County Historical Society was 50 years old in 2020, but with the events that went on last year, we weren't able to celebrate it. So uh, the uh, Chamber of Commerce is going to honor the Morrow County Historical Society uh, this coming Wednesday at this event. So, And um, Morrow Little Theater is getting recognized. Oh, they are? Yes, we are That's being um, honored for 10 years in 2020. 10 years. And uh, I, Angela said there actually were several groups that made 10 years um, in 2020. And there's actually one business, I think, that's 100 years this year. Yes, right across the street from us. Yeah, but they're, I don't think they're chamber members. Folks, chamber, I didn't know this. Mike, did you know that there are perks if you become a chamber member? I know that the, uh, the contacts that you can make are very valuable and uh, the chamber does, you know, help your business organization to, to get the word out there about who you are and what you do. My wife gets calls frequently. Hey, I want to get in touch with people who do this mm -hmm. or what, what do you know? Who in this community does this? Uh, where can I take pictures? Uh, that was one of the first things that she got. Uh, where can I take outdoor pictures? So, folks, there's uh, all kinds of outdoors. fun stuff. Well, yeah, but yeah. you know, like, uh, where's some old barns oh, and okay. things like okay. that okay. that I, I can take pictures? Um, so, Morrow County Chamber, it's you know we're late in 2021, so it's going to be time to renew for 2022 or join for 2022. Um, there's perks. I think there's. I think you get like 40 radio spots. Oh, really? On 95.1, I believe. I did not know that. Yeah, I think they're just quick radio spots. I don't know how long they are or anything like that, but uh, there's the newsletter. There's actually a, a calendar. You can go in and put your right. events if you're doing those. Right. There's what they're calling after hours, uh, chamber after hours, where you get together and, and chat and mingle. And, and that's, I think, a, an opportunity for most folks they don't realize is that you get the opportunity to meet with other folks who may be going through the same thing you're going through, and you might get to talk to them about it. And uh, I am actually kind of excited, Mike. I am going to get to talk to the chamber about disaster planning coming up at one of their uh, Lunch and Learns. Disaster planning and, you know, talking about, you know, how to make sure that you've got the best laid plan or at least have an idea. So mm -hmm. COVID has kind of hit everybody. Sure. But we're not going to talk about COVID and pandemics. What we're going to talk about is fire and active shooter situations, things weather like situations that. Weather situations, probably. Uh, yeah, so maybe mm -hmm. some weather things. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I think that's it. Okay. All right, Mike, where are you taking us today? Well, of course, tomorrow County, as always. However, today we're going to be talking about Drake's Defeat. Drake's Defeat. And uh, what I'll be reading will come from... Defeat? Uh, like in No, feet? like not appendages, but oh. defeat, loss, defeat. Anyhow, this is coming from a book put out, uh, written by Charles Mosier, or put together by Charles Mosier, called Lest We Forget. You know what? He has put together a bunch of stuff. Oh, he is amazing. He was an amazing man. I, I've, I won't say that I talked to Mr. Mosier. When you met with him, you just listened for the most part. But he was so fascinating. He was so attuned to history uh, around the area. So, And it's nice to have somebody who has taken time to put this down because over time with generations passing, you lose, you lose that. Right, exactly. And it's important we remember history. 
so that we don't repeat our mistakes. So <laughs> defeat. Defeat. Drake's defeat. And uh, you may have never heard this story. I've heard it several times. But uh, volunteer recruits from the large township known as Marlboro, which was which included the present-day Westfield Township, joined up under General William Henry Harrison's command to fight the British and their Indian allies as the War of 1812 began. Now, what year was the War of 1812? Not in 1812. Okay. Was that right? When did 18... Was it 1811? I think you're right. It might have ended in 1812. You know... I'm I'm pretty pretty sure that it was not 1812. Well, I think that's a trick question. You were probably right. I'm going to look it up while you... uh, (laughs) we We will delve into that. The disgraceful surrender of the post at Detroit by General Hall had brought exaggerated reports to the two frontier settlements in Marlboro Township, the one at Wyatt's and the other at Cole's. Not the department store. This is C-O-L-E, Cole's. They were expecting trouble from the British and Indians. A number of men from Westfield Township, including Jonathan Shaw, joined General William Henry Harrison's army while others were left behind to assist families in getting into blockhouses at Fort Morrow or Delaware. As the war progressed, Captain William S. Drake raised a company of militia. They were ordered to march to Lake Erie. On the first night out, they camped on the Waldo Road. The captain told some of the men that if there should be an alarm of Indians during the night, They should run to their homes to protect their families. The men lay down to rest, and Captain Drake, thinking to test their readiness, decided on some fun. Excuse me. Drake slipped out of the camp into the woods, discharged a gun, and called out, Indians! The Indians are coming! The sentinels alarmed. One by land, two by sea? Okay. No. Okay. Wrong. (laughs) Wrong event history. The sentinels alarmed took up the shout. The confusion was tremendous. The men suddenly awakened, mistook each other for foes, since some had tied their red handkerchiefs around their heads as a protection from the cold, making, uh, making them in the dark look like Indians. A general stampede ensued. One brave soldier, James Trendle, stood his ground. But he mistook John Faust for an Indian since his head was wrapped in a red bandana and fired at him. The ball cut the skin just above the ear and carried away a lock of hair. One of the men who attempted to run caught his foot in a grapevine and fell. When he heard the firing, he thought he had been shot. Breathlessly, he awaited the scalping knife of the savage. He thought that that blood was trickling down the inside of his buckskin breeches. But in this, he was mistaken. Captain Drake tried to reassemble his troops, but most of them ran towards their home, homes, bent on protecting their families from the brutality of the Indians toward their captives. Nathaniel Brundage of Norton, joined in the stampede and misled by the position of the moon, ended up in Radnor Township in Delaware County. He reported to the settlers that the entire command except himself had been annihilated. This resulted in a hurried stampede toward Delaware and as far as Worthington. During the Indians' scare just prior to Drake's defeat, the David Penry Sr. family of Radnor Township feared trouble with the Indians. They packed all the children 
in a wagon and started for Columbus. Their small son, Walter, was lost out of the wagon, but he wasn't missed by the family. He was picked up by a family following the Penrys and returned him to them safely. When the chilling news of the slaughter reached the Wyatt settlement, an old Dutchman named Hushaw, known for his profanity and disbelief in God, seems to have caught a dose of religion and commenced praying like a saint. Mine God, mine Jesus, choose save me this dime, and I promise I never more ask a favor. This short campaign has passed into history as Drake's defeat. Interesting. Can you imagine all that chaos? Oh, and wow. it was just, uh, you know, uh, the captain sounding a, a, you know, uh, a trial alert to see what would happen. I'm sure he lived to regret that. <laughs> I would say so. Wow. All right, Mike. So, something special that our listeners want to hear are puns. All right. Or two thirds of puns. P U. Uh huh. Yeah. So yes, we are so All funny. Right. So, I'm going to let you go first. You give a pun. <laughs> I, I don't have any ammunition. I'm you sorry. Don't? You go oh. right ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to say here. What kind of concert only costs forty five cents? What kind of concert only costs 45 cents? Mm -hmm. That's a good question, Joey. What kind of concert does only cost 45 cents? A 50 cent concert featuring Nickelback. Oh, did that not go well? All right. Well, you know, Mike, okay. I heard that time flies like an arrow, but fruit flies like a banana. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That, That joke is rather appealing. Oh, I tell you, another thing I, I don't understand, and, and I don't know why we do this, but to the guy who invented zero, thanks for nothing. Come on, that was a good one, too. <laughs> I hate to admit it, but yet, yes, it was. <laughs> I had a crazy dream last night, Mike. You did? Yeah, I was swimming in an it. ocean of orange soda. Turns out it was just a fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Fanta orange soda, yeah, I... Uh... That one. Okay, I really like that one. Okay, here, we're going to go back a little bit to the 90s for this one, okay? Back to the 90s. What was Forrest Gump's email password? Run, Jenny, run? Close. Or, or uh, one, Forrest, one. <laughs> Why did I say that? Okay, one, Forrest, one. Can February, March? No, but April, May. That's a timeless joke. Yes. Okay. So you're getting. You're okay. We're getting close. Uh, let's see. Here. Are we getting close to the end? Almost. Okay. Why was Dumbo sad, Mike? Uh, because he kept stepping on his ears. I don't know. He felt irrelevant. <laughs> sad. 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 You know what? It's just okay. This one's really sad. A man sued an airline company after it lost its luggage. Sadly, he lost his case. Oh, okay. You know, I lost my mood ring, and I don't know how to feel about it. 
Yesterday, I accidentally swallowed some food coloring. The doctor says I'm okay, but I feel like I've died a little inside. <laughs> I finally got you to really crack up on one. Oh, I'm loving it. My friend, my friend drove his expensive car into a tree and found out how his Mercedes bends. Really? Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. All right. I think that's. Um, I think that. I think that's enough of the. Uh, hey, here's one. Here's a good one. Okay, okay. I'm. I'm waiting for a good one. The Middle Ages were called the Dark Ages because there were too many knights. That's K N I G H T. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I got it. I can't read this one because it's not appropriate. But I think that's enough puns for the day, don't you think? I think that we've punished people enough. All right. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>